plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy recorded live at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County Dublin. Now, before I let you know what we want to talk about on this latest edition of OM, I want to give a big, big, big shout out to our current show sponsors, The Snail Box. Now, The Snail Box is a family run bar and restaurant just outside Dublin on the N2 between Ashburn and Slane at Kilmoon cross. You can't miss it because as you're driving along the N2, you will see road signs saying, next left for the uh, for the snail box. See? You won't miss it. Anyway, it's a great restaurant. It really is. If you've never been there, um, I would personally recommend it. Delicious food, friendly service, fun for the whole family, and they're open seven days a week. Unlike a lot of places at the moment uh, that can only manage to open five days a week, the Snail Box is open seven days a week. They have a world record. I'm, I know I'm always banging on about this, but it's amazing. Uh, they have a world record baseball cap collection, um, and they're constantly uh, adding to their collection because customers arrive in with a baseball cap from wherever, Alaska or Hawaii or wherever it is you are in the world, get a baseball cap, bring it into the Snail Box, and they'll give you one of theirs in return so you won't be without a baseball cap, Okay. And uh, every time you're adding to their over 7,000 baseball cap collection. Anyway, my thanks, as always, to the Snailbox for their continuing support of the Opinions Matter podcast. So we have a local story for you today involving an incident that happened in a housing estate in Mulhuddard last night. A racist incident, only this is very different because it involves two children under the age of eight. Is this a matter for the guardie? And who is to blame for what happened here? Well, Louise is uh, the mother involved here. Now, we spoke to Louise last night, and she was, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, to say the least, very upset. She's as Irish as, uh, as the, the rest of us are. Her son and daughter are as Irish as we are. Her ex-partner happens to be from Kenya. Her children are mixed race. And here's what happened. I'm not playing with you. Sure, you're a refugee. You should go back to your own country. She goes on to say, these are just quotes. I'm in tears sending this uh, to you, lads. This was said to my eight-year-old out on our road yesterday evening by another kid from the next estate. My son is Irish. He was born in Hollow Street. He's mixed race, and this is the shit that he has to put up with. He was so upset when this was said to him, and it's not the first time. What I want to know is, should I call the police for the parents? Where are the kids getting this bollocks from? Uh, it clearly comes from the parents, and that's from a lady called uh, Louise. Louise, and Louise listens to the Opinions Matter podcast every day in Mulhuddert. Um, racism from kids. Yeah, it's bizarre that we're talking about this. I never thought we'd be talking about a topic like this. And I'm dying to hear all your opinions on this because I was very upset uh, reading her message. And we spoke to her. She rang our WhatsApp phone last night to tell us uh, about it. And I asked her to send a message because she's actually in work. Um, she's a um, checkout operator um, in Blanchardstown. And she's actually uh, in work at the moment. She's going to listen to this podcast later. Um, but talking to her, how upset she was that when she came, when her son, you just imagine this, your son coming in, running in yesterday evening. It was about half seven in the evening, running in, uh, upset. Uh, what happened to you? Well, one of the boys 
on the road made racist remarks towards me. Now, I would find it very hard not to get up out of my seat and run out to that kid and grab him by the scruff of the neck. I really would. Yeah, but you can't do that. And, well, you know, uh, you can't do that. She's asking, should she call the guards? Is it a hate crime? Yeah, well, first of all, it is a hate crime, and she should call the guards. Because this kid... She should call the guards on eight-year-old kids. Would you let me finish? Um, Because this kid didn't lick it up off the street. Um, The parents obviously didn't teach this kid... Um, about acceptance Like my, my son um, My other two aren't young enough to have friends out in the street yet But my son has friends from every nationality He has never And colour and creed He has never questioned skin colour He's never asked Why are there some kids that live on my road Who have a different colour to me Why has he never asked that question Because we have normalised it in their house Because we're not fucking racist scumbags And I'm sorry This little eight year old has obviously okay. The eight-year-old said, "I'm not playing with you. Sure, you're a refugee. You should go back to your own country." Heard that from the parents. One million percent. He heard that. Those parents should be reported to Tusla because they are obviously drip feeding. Okay, but you can't. Pr- how could how could you possibly prove that they well, learned well, this well, from well, the parents? Well, I don't know. That's not. Yeah, well, they obviously did. Where could they, they learn it from other kids? No, he did. You don't pick that up on the. Well, my child would never say something like that. You hope? I, no, I don't have to hope. I know he won't say something like that because it's been drilled into him that he 150... And here, if you're the parents of that child, come at me, sue me, I don't care. Um, 100% he has heard either the ma or the da in the house there, bleeding foreign. <laughs> okay, so the question we're asking today, so this happened in uh, the Mulhuddard area. I'm not playing with you. Sure, you're a refugee. You should go back to your own country. Um, is this racism and who should take the blame for it? Sharon. Hi, Adrian and Jeremy. Um, firstly, I try and talk to the parents first. Like going to the police is a bit drastic, in my opinion. Um, some kids are all talking out on the road. Um, like if I knew my two were talking to other kids like this, I'd drag them in by the scruff of the neck because it's just not acceptable. Um, my eldest lad is in preschool and he's in a diverse class with all different races and nationalities and I think this is great. Racism in most cases is taught from home and it's really not okay. Thanks lads. All right, so Sharon is uh, arguing that they learned this at home. They didn't learn it anywhere else. Now, Brian, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Brian? Not too bad in yourself. Uh, good, thanks, Brian. What do you make of this story? Uh, eight-year-old kids um, basically gets racist abuse hurled at them from yeah. other eight-year-old kids. It's long, simple as, you know, and it's obviously learned from the parents. And I don't know if you saw the WhatsApp article I sent you there a while back about a, a young lad from, he's, he, well, he's Irish, but his mother's Brazilian who was beaten up in uh, Bushy Park last week. Okay, now I'm, I'm just looking at the article here. Um, a young boy thought he was going to die after he was brutally assaulted in a Dublin park in broad daylight. The 13-year-old yeah. whose uh, mother has asked not to be named was left seriously injured and rushed to intensive care when he was subject to a yeah. brutal 20-minute assault in Bushy Park. My God. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just saying, is that, is that the start of what could lead forward down the well, line? Uh, well, then when you, yes, when you read eight-year-olds saying things like, I'm not playing with you, sure, you're a refugee, you should go back to your own country, add another yeah. five or six years onto the, uh, those kids, and then they're given a hiding to a young fellow like that. Yeah, that, that's, good. that's the start of something, you know what I mean? So that, that's what I'd be worried about, you know what I mean? That is, uh, that is yeah. awful. Sorry, I, I hadn't realised that story. Um and she shared uh, they shared a photograph of the the young fella but uh, his face was um uh, was blurred and everything else yeah so okay yeah. so the question is then 
what happens? These kids yeah. are learning to be racist already. Um, yeah. Who do you blame and who's responsible? Def- definitely the parents. Oh, definitely the parents in the first instance anyway. Now, whether they're picking it up at school or not, you wouldn't know. But uh, it's definitely, definitely the parents need to be tackled about it. And uh, the parents just say, oh, no, I never taught them how to say that. What do you do then? Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Well, it has to be tackled somehow. They're learning it somewhere. Oh, no, they're definitely learning it somewhere. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but it could be from other friends. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's, I don't know where you go with this. Now, I don't know whether going to guards is, uh, uh, like, like your last caller said, going to guards is a bit extreme. But if you're not getting anywhere else, then go down that road. Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please. Our number is 085-825-2626. Jay, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jay? Good afternoon. How are you doing? Now, Jay, what did you want to say on this? It's going to be a bit OTT there. Parents are scumbags, call to us, they call the guards. These are kids out on the road shouting at each other. That's what they are. I doubt very much the parents of these children are telling them to go out and say that. Um, and and, and, nor, and nor do I. No, they're leaning it out. So that's how kids at the moment are speaking to each other. I, in the state I live in, it is well diverse. We're, in our, we're one of a few, say, white families. They're from everywhere, Pakistan, Muslims, uh, Nigeria. From every, and you should hear how the kids go on out there. I mean, my daughter gets terribly bullied by doing them from across the road. And the stuff they say, well, but the kids, I just take her in and go and play out the background. You can't be caught. And plus, the girls don't do anything. They're eight years of age. They're under the legal age of responsibility. Okay, you so you're, I mean? you're saying to this mother, stop being such a Karen. Uh, it's just the way kids behave. At the, at the moment, it is. They're all on these bloody phones, smartphones, and it's just how they talk to each other. Hang on, Jay. Stop normalizing. You probably don't even know what no, I'm hang on. So you, you are normalizing. You are normalizing. You are normalizing. You are normalizing racism. You're normalizing. No, you're normalizing racism. So hold on, Jeremy. When my daughter is slagged for being white by the two colored girls across the way, do I ring the guards on her family? No, I tell her to just go out the back. I tell her to go out the eight years of age. I'm not normalizing anything. But you don't start telling guards down because eight-year-olds are slagging each other. When no, no, that, that's where right, right, you're wrong. That's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong. Come here. How am I? How am I? Is, is, is slagging each other not part of growing up? Okay, not racism. Okay, because here's the thing. Here's okay, so if one, if, hang on, if one kid calls another kid specky four eyes, you call the guards. Okay, it's not racist someone to call someone specky. My point is, Jay, that that, that kid, that eight-year-old... Listen to me for a sec, please. That eight-year-old kid who told the mixed-race kid to go home to his own country as a refugee, yeah? In four, in three years' time, that same eight-year-old, if he's not put straight, will be kicking the shit out of black put kids. Straight. Hold on, Jeremy. Yeah. Hold on a second. At the moment, go onto social media and you'll see adults standing outside refugee centres. That's where they're getting it from. They're getting it from watching the news, from listening to radios, from watching social media. At the moment, there is a big second thing going on in this country. Okay, okay but, but, but hang on, Jay. You're, you're so basically saying... Over the place. Okay, but you're basically saying... One kid, an eight-year-old kid, saying to another, I'm not playing with you, sure, you're a refugee, you should go back to your own country, even though the young fellow was born and raised here. Um, you're saying that's just part of the banter of, of, of the street? Exactly. 
Them two kids will be playing together again tomorrow. Hey, Jeremy, them two kids. Them two. Jeremy, Jeremy, you can talk all over me all you want. Right, Jeremy, you screen this racist thing all you want. Right, it's a load of bollocks, mate. It's just a load of kids messing. We used to do with the kids. We'd flag, we'd fight, and the next day we're out playing. Do you remember that? Your man tell you, don't come in and tell me such and such calls your names, or don't come in and tell me such and such hits you. Because you're back out there, eight years of age. That was different. That was was not racism. This is racism. Two, two, two. It's just the next form of slagging. Them kids at that age don't understand what racism is. What are you saying then um, to to Louise in Mulhuddard, who's the the upset mother who contacted us last night? You're telling her to get over herself. Just get on with life. You know me, just get on with life. What do I do when my daughter's slagged outside for being white? What do I do? What do I do? Do I run over to the people across the road and start banging down the door and saying, your kids are racist, your kids are racist? No. I tell my daughter just to get on with it. Sticks and songs and hurt your bones, but names will never hurt you or something like that, I tell her. I tell her just to okay, get on so, with it. Okay, so, okay, well, okay, Jay, then let me put another scenario. They're eight, Jeremy. Okay, let me put Now, another... if these are 15-year-olds, it'd be different, but we're talking, let's talk about eight-year-olds. Let's not start shouting that they're scumbags. I hate when you do this. I didn't, I didn't... anything wrong, and the first thing you say is that mother and fathers are scumbags. I'm sorry, not I every person is scumbag. I didn't That's I didn't oh, say Okay, no. but hang on, hang on, hang on no, no, Jason. No, 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 I want to make this very clear. I, I did not call the eight year old a scumbag kid. I no, you call the parents. I said the parents. I yeah. said a very quick. The, the feral kids are this kid and the parents are scumbags. That's your first answer to everything. Well, I would imagine if, if, you, if you got these parents. Jeremy, I hope your child doesn't put a foot wrong between now and the day no, you know. Well, I'm now. telling you, my child will not be racist. Okay, you can't tell me anything. How can you tell me that? Because you don't know who your child is hanging around with outside. Okay, let, you let me read a message I just got in from Catherine. And she says, Catherine here, Jesus Christ, they're only bloody kids. Or people are acting like they're going around uh, dressed like the Ku Klux Klan. They're just kids being kids, for F's sake. Uh, all kids do it. And that, that's more or less the point you're making as well, Jay. That's it. I mean, we all do it. We, you see a weakness on a child, you go for it. That's what kids do. That's, that's oh, Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The colour of your skin eight. isn't a weakness. Or no, at least but it that's shouldn't kids be. Being kids. That's kids being kids. If a child had red hair, he got it. If a child had glasses, he got it. This is just the next level. This is just kids being kids. In three or four years' time, then kids will be all the best of friends. In a week, they'll be the best of friends. And in two weeks' time, okay, so, they'll be so, this, so this, this mother, who I know is listening to this podcast, uh, needs to relax a bit. And and allow, and allow our kids to be told you should go back to your own country. We're a chance to teach our kids to stand up for themselves oh and get a trophy because we live in a horrible God. place. Jeremy, at the moment we live in a horrible world, okay? Oh and don't God. say we don't. So if you want to wrap your kids in cotton wool, you go ahead, but don't let them out onto the streets. Okay, well, the streets Jay, stay, okay the Jay, Jay, stay on the line there for one second if you can, please. Our number is 085-825-2626. Um, this is Eddie. Oh, yeah, lads, regarding this topic, um, kids are cruel. This isn't nothing new. I remember when I was a kid growing up and there'd be different coloured people around and kids used to say the black B word. Look, it's not nice, but um, I think she's uh, overreacting, saying I'm going to go and go get the guard. It's an eight-year-old kid, probably slagging another eight-year-old kid. The guard is just going to go, what? Are you for real? You know? Um, and look, racism, we all know, is learned hatred. So they're probably picking it up off their peers out on the street, or they're probably picking it up off their parents, but I don't think it's something that you get the, uh, the guard involved with, to be honest. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. 
This is Jess. Hi lads, great topic. Um, I don't believe that any child can just become racist. I think it's tall. Um, and I think the parents should be absolutely ashamed of themselves. And in fact, uh, Jason, I'm going to get you to respond to that. Um, it can only have come from the parents and those parents ought to be ashamed of themselves. How could it only come from the parents? Do you teach your kids out the course? N- no, no. Did any of you teach the kids out the course? Did any of you sit your kids down at the kitchen table and say, right, we're going to have a course and lesson today? No, they pick it up on the street. They pick it up from listening to adult conversation. They okay, pick it up from walking around with on, their friends. Hang, hang on, Jay, these kids are only eight. They're not 15. Yeah, exactly. No, I know they're only eight years of age. And kids listen, and kids talk, and kids mimic. That's what they do. Nobody brings their kids in, sits them around the table. Well, I'm hoping nobody in this day and age does. Puts on the white hood and say, we're going to learn about racism today. They're not. Okay, so, you're, 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 okay, so you're, you're, you're arguing then that these kids have picked it up somewhere on the street, not, not necessarily from their parents, and it's only, it's only childish banter anyway. Come here. If, if this is what we're going to... Are we going to start policing what eight and nine-year-olds say now? Yeah, if we hear them say it, you pull them up and you say, oh, Jesus, give that, that's not nice. And you're talking about racism and you're talking about all that. But to turn around and say their parents are scum, they're learning at home, ring two, so ring the guards. I think that's a bit much. Okay, stay there for one second. I want to go to uh, Damien. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Damien? Hi, guys. How's it going? Good, thanks, Damien. Um, yeah, go on. Well, the first thing I wanted to say was Racism's wrong. Racism is wrong, full stop. But this is a nonsense. The whole thing about, firstly, the guards, Tusla. Eight-year-old children are below the age of criminal responsibility. The guards would laugh at you if you went in. Tusla would not want to know. The second point is, and I agree entirely with what uh, Jason said, children pick stuff up off the street with their peers and to be objective, you cannot just blame the parents. I remember as a child, we used to call people all sorts of things that are completely no, no, no. You know, like, like what? Give me, give me. You, you call somebody retarded, or you call them a spa or a, a fruit or things like that. Mm. My parents would have been absolutely appalled if they'd have heard it. And I certainly didn't pick it up with them. But it wasn't just me. It was commonplace. And so, okay, uh, but this, it, and I agree with you. We, we used uh, words and expressions when we were kids that uh, you would hope kids don't use today, although they probably still do. Um, but this is, I mean, what these kids said to um, uh, Louise's young fella is racism. No matter what way you want to look at it, it's racism. I'm not playing with you, sure. You're a refugee. You should go back to your own country. Now, that is not only racism, it's hate speech as well, isn't it? Is it not? Hate speech is a crime. An eight-year-old child cannot, in a law, yeah, Okay, they can't commit a crime. Fine. Uh, but they're learning this somewhere. They're learning the... In other words, that this racism is being bred into them from the age of eight... That's worrying. And you, when you see that 13-year-old uh, beaten up the other day in Bushy Park just because he looked uh, foreign. I get that. But the problem is all you need is one child whose parents are talking about it. He comes onto the street. He says it. Everybody pick it up. They say it. It's wrong. I, I'm not arguing the fact that, the, <laughs> that they, they're doing anything that they should be doing. But the only thing that the mother could do is say to the young fella, he's as Irish as you are, and let it go. Like, Jason, nearly everything he said, I would agree with. 
you know, next week they'll be picking on somebody else because they're fat or their glasses or okay, their da- da- hair. Damien, Damien, hang on. I, I told a story a couple of weeks ago on the show and I want to repeat it. I want you to get your opinion on this. And maybe Jason's opinion as well. Outside my local Dunn's uh, a couple of weeks ago, there's um, a fair few scumbags in the estate that's next. Now, they're not on my estate, but they're in a estate that's near my estate. And they um, they hang around the local Dunn's. Little young fellas, little hard men in their Canada Goose jackets and all that, yeah? Um, and a lot of the security that do the door on the local Dunn's are foreign lads. And about six, six weeks ago, I was standing out there waiting for my wife to come out of Dunn's and there was uh, a group of young fellas aged, I'd say, 7 to 10, all under the age of 10. And they were having a little fracas with the security guards. And one of them turned around. This little fella, barely up to me knee he was, he was so small. Little squeaky voice on him. And he turns around to me and says, you're only a smelly fucking packy. That's what he said to him. Now, and how old were these? This, this child was younger than my son, so I'd say he was about six or seven. Oh, really? Yeah. And he said to the security guard in Dunn's, you're Six old. or seven might be a bit of an exaggeration. He was but hanging around squaring up to a security well, guard at six. He wasn't squaring up. Okay, you've obviously, Adrian, you're, you're living out in the countryside, you don't see this sort of shit, so stay out of this. This happened. Uh, a six-year-old? I'm telling you. Outside the shop? He was younger than I'm his old. On his own. There was a group of young fellas there. They all hang out, older ones and younger ones, and some of them are the age of six or seven. But do you want me to send your photograph the next time? Yeah, do, because I don't believe there's six-year-olds just hanging around Okay, well, maybe he was seven, and okay, if he was seven, he was under the age of ten, and he turned around to security guard and called him a smelly packy. Now, that is not banter. That, and Jay, Jay will try and say that's just street talk and stuff like that. No, no, no. That's a load of kids. That, uh, that's a load of kids. That, that, that They're like a little pack of wild animals when they get together. Now, I find it hard to believe they're age of six or seven. If you said 10, 11, and 12, yeah, I'd uh, say uh, yeah. Uh, and I'm the same. I'm that, the same. That okay, sounds okay. about right. But hey, you're telling me, when you get a bunch of little youngers like that outside the shop like that, as you said, in their Canada to do jackets, right? What they're doing is they've been looking up to the older youngers and the way they carry on, the way they talk. And they're looking up to the older youngers that are selling them the drugs. And they're just mimicking what they're seeing ahead of them. That's what the number one. They don't know what smelly packing means. I can guarantee you that. At that age, they're only putting words together that sound great and it makes them sound hard in front of their friends. Did you grab one of them out of that group and ask them what they say for? You break down crying. But you put the ten of them in a group together to get that that bravado of a load of boys together, get the bravado when it's all made. Uh, uh, that's that's, that's always that been the is. way. That's always been the way. Yeah, we done yeah. it. We done it. But the, the, the security guards at our shops were all white men because Ireland was a predominantly white country what, 20, 30 years ago. I had one coloured fella that grew up with us all of And he used to get terrible abuse off us. But it was all slagging. We wouldn't let anybody else slag him, but we'd slag him because he was part of our gang. But that's what a load of youngsters be do together. One says a word, if it's a course word, everybody laughs. Okay, Most so what do, you, what do you say then? What do you say? Hang on, what do you say to our, to our next caller uh, who says you are excusing racism? I'm not. They're children. We have to educate them, not lock them up. And now we learned anything from locking and beating the shit. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll stay, we'll stay there for one second. Them. Okay, uh, Anthony, we just need to educate our children that this is this isn't the biggest crime in the world, basically. Racism is a big crime. I mean, you mentioned an attack that happened a thirteen-year-old just a few days ago—a twenty-minute assault. That eight-year-old. If the racism isn't stopped out, he's going to grow up and he's going to be attacking another person, you know, boy in a race attack like that, and God forbid, grow up to be an adult and commit a murder to racism. We need hate crime legislation in this country to properly punish the racist. In this case, punish those racist parents. And like Jeremy said, two slash will take the kid off them. 
because they're racist. Okay, they're, they're, they uh, firstly, there, firstly, there is no proof that these kids learned any sort of racism from their parents at all. This kind of stuff is always learned at home. That's what happens. Okay, kids yeah, are learning yeah, at home from Jason, their parents. This, okay, this stuff is learned from racist parents. That's bull. I learned how to course out on the streets. I didn't learn off your parents. My parents didn't well, course yeah. the house. My father would have batted me here this course. But when we went outside that door and around that corner, we coursed every second we got because it made us feel big and hard and we were part of a gang. Anthony, I'm all for, I, I'm all for the hate legislation, if you want, but these are eight-year-old kids. I mean, it happens everywhere. There's a video going around at the moment of a, a fella down the country getting battered by a load of refugees and the story is they, they were following his daughter home. He came out and confronted them and they kicked the shit out of him. Six black men on one white fella. Are we going to talk about about that. I'm just saying this. When you're saying kids, I mean kids, that is no valid argument when it comes to racism like this. Just violent I'd be far racism right, needs I'd, I'd to be right, out. Well, maybe the parents after. I'm agreeing with, with you. Stamp out racism. I agree with you on that. Let's stamp out racism. Let's educate them. Right, the I agree with you. Up. Lock up eight-year-olds. Lock up eight-year-olds. Lock up the lock up the racist parents. That's what I'm saying. What parents? There's no proof that them parents set them kids down and says, "Right, we're going to be racist today." When you go out and see a coloured person, there's no there's no proof they aren't racism. You, with your comments, has just been trying to excuse racism. I'm not excusing it. I'm not excusing it. You let me talk. Will you let me talk? No, because you're talking to you as usual. Everything's right wing with you. Everybody's a racist with you. These are racist. These are kids. These are kids. You, you have no manners. Let me talk. Have I not? Right. Let me talk. Right. As I was saying, the racist. The racist parents are teaching their kids to be racist. I mean, the child, in this case, the eight-year-old, was saying, you're a refugee, go back to your own country. That is what the parents are probably saying as they're being far right. They always keep saying, oh, send the refugees back, look after our own. You're saying racism is the new normal. It is not. There is no argument for kids being kids when it comes to racism. It has to be stopped. It has to be stamped out. Because the daughter won't be able to do anything because we don't have hate crime legislation. So more needs to be done about this. Because with the attack that happened on the other youth, God forbid, if that eight-year-old grows up, he's going to wind up attacking another child in a racist attack. And years later, as an adult... And, and, and okay. uh, Jason, this is the point that I was making a while ago, that uh, the the kids who are making these insults at the age of eight are growing into the kids that beat up that 13-year-old the other day. But Adrian, if you're not seeing what's going on throughout the world, we're not living in a nice place anymore. The world is full of it, absolutely full of it, driven by media, driven by social media. Turn on the telly, all you hear about, and it, it, it's, it's the government and the media that have made this. Illegal migrants, illegal immigrants, illegal, 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 they're invading your country. Now, where's that coming from? That's not coming from me. I don't sit around my table and tell my kids that. My kids are hearing that out on the streets. When they're walking by these hotels now, and there's grown-ass men standing outside with their signs, that's where the kids are picking it up. So you are genuinely not at all concerned that eight-year-olds might hurl abuse like that at another eight-year-old? Of course I'm concerned that eight-year-olds are talking like that. But I'm not, I, I, nobody's going to go around and tell them how to talk. 
Like, all we can do is educate them in the schools and educate them. But, I mean, we can educate 20 kids. You're not going to get through to them all. You never will. You can't start rounding up eight-year-olds and going into people's houses and locking their parents up because their kid said something out on the street that hurt somebody else. Is that really the, the world we're going to live in now? Okay, stay there for one second because, Breda, you're, uh, you sent a message in a minute ago, uh, furious listening to uh, Jason and, and calling him a racist. Absolutely. I mean, I'm going to have ah, to have I'm going to have to have chamomile tea to calm myself down. Have two. Really have one for me, Breda, will you? I really find... I don't think you'd even know how to say I can't believe what I'm hearing. Are people surprised that this is happening in areas like Blanchardstown, lower socioeconomic areas where people are not as educated or as intelligent as maybe in other parts of the city or other parts of the country? Hugo, would you please stop talking and try and have a little bit of manners? Okay, uh, the point that... uh, You know, I'm trying to make a point, okay? You guys rang me to come on because I sent my text. Now, please let me... Let me make my point. If you go to areas like Ballyfermot, Finglas, Tala, Ballymoran, they're all the same. This is a class thing. It's lower socioeconomic areas that do not know how to behave. Do not know how to behave. They are like a different level of humans. Like okay, uh, uh, what, uh, what um, Jay was saying was that uh, for kids to say things like, I'm not playing with you, so you're a refugee, or you should go back to your own country, that's just uh, childhood banter where uh, we all, when we were kids, slagged off other kids. That's all it is. Well, if it were my, if, if my child were um, black and they were being subjected to that, I can tell you now, if I saw it, if I witnessed it, I would have no problem giving the other child, no matter what age they are, a smack. Lock me up, throw away the key, I don't care. I would have no problem smacking the child on the back of the mouth. Hmm. Well, you, no you're, you're going to be getting into trouble for doing that then but so uh, but I you obviously don't understand why people are surprised surely this is a daily occurrence in areas like these where people don't behave on a normal well, no, actually, level if you look if you've ever been out I don't know if you've ever been out in Dublin 15 Dublin 15 oh is, god no oh. okay well Dublin 15 Lanchestown will hold all around there is one of the most diverse uh, parts of Dublin um, by diverse do you mean that there's a higher level of black people in it. Well, I'm saying there's a there's a good mix of of every type of person in. There's in a good mix of scum in it, and I'm not referring to the to those who are black. I'm referring to the scum, the white Irish scum who live there and do not know how to behave, behave in a civilized manner. Well, it's one little young fella, one eight-year-old young fella. I'd say one. this is happening in every single estate across Dublin 15, Dublin 24. You go to any of these areas, they're all the same. Dublin 11, they're all the same. You go into them, the kids are seeing their parents who can't behave socially. Okay, but uh, I want to just go back to the point in hand here, which is Louise and Mulhuddard upset that her child uh, was... Um, Louise and needs to move out of the area because it's never going to be any different where she's living. She's living around scum. She's living around people who aren't human beings. They're like a different, a subhuman, as I've stated already. She needs to move out of the area and live around. Well, civil, maybe she can't afford to. Maybe, uh, maybe she. I don't know what her housing circumstances are, but it's well, not easy to just up and leave. It. It's like putting your hand in the fire and complaining when you get burnt. If you live in these areas, expect. Oh, you're so you're blaming her now burnt. because she's living in Mulhuddard. I'm not blaming her. I'm blaming the people of Mulhuddard, but. 
Mulholland is a place I, I drove through once many years ago and quite frankly I couldn't wait to get out of it. It looked it was the most derelict forgotten land I have ever seen. I think I remember a little purple pub on the corner and I remember just thinking to myself, what kind of human being frequents that kind of establishment? Okay, let me go back to let me go back to the point. Who is at fault and who is to blame when uh, these kids make racist comments like this? Lower class people. That's your answer. Lower class people. Lower class people because you don't get this in the areas where people are more educated and people are more sophisticated. This is definitely, I think, a lower class thing where people are unintelligent, uneducated and absolutely downright ignorant. Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please, uh, Brida. Our number is 085-825-2626. Keith is angry. Right, there you go. You have a little kid on the road calling another little kid a refugee. And now there's a witch hunt. Go to their parents, fucking sort them out. Racist comes to the house. Look, if that kid is on social media, he sees an awful lot of shit going around, so, you know, which brings it down to again, like, it's, I mean, we know we have mixed-race kids in the country, but there's a lot of illegals that are coming in, so maybe that's where the kid picked it up from. But, like, let's not put him on top of the bonfire just fucking, yeah. He's only a kid. Let him grow. Ireland's a multicultural bleeding country now, so by the time he's 18, things will be completely fucking different. Like people need to get off that fucking high horse there and like, with that screaming and fucking roaring out of them about going to their parents. Fuck you, it's going to the fucking parents. Give the kid a chance. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Grace, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Grace? Not too bad, thank you. How are you? Good, thanks, Grace. So tell me uh, the story with your child. Okay, my son is eight and I live in a predominantly council area, which is quite mixed, um, culture, race, a lot of different people. My partner is also uh, from Albania and um, my son was out playing and we had gotten him a new ball and a child kicked it out onto the main road. And when he came down, he was obviously upset that the ball was gone and he said, he pointed out the child and I said, it's fine, don't worry. And he said, they're not even from here. Why can't they go back to their own country? Now, I lost my shit because okay, I... Okay, so, so sorry, this is your child. This is your this child, is child saying yes. it about somebody else. Saying it about somebody else to me. And I absolutely lost my shit. And I said, that is, I told him that was a racist comment and that to be racist is a crime. And if somebody called the guard, he, they were perfectly within their rights because that is, it's not okay. As a parent, my duty is to teach my child that that is wrong. To say that this is a class issue is absolutely, that is the most... No, no, I, thing I, 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 I agree, heard. I agree. A, a ridiculous statement. But um, Jason earlier on was saying, look, this is just banter that kids go on with and there's no need to be making a big deal of it. You have to take your kids in and educate them. My son was grounded and he was reprimanded for the comment that he made. You have to educate your kids. He doesn't know. Well, the minute I mentioned the word racist, he froze. He froze. He was he was scared because I used that word racist. He's obviously heard, like they've spoken about racism in school. And, you know, he goes to, he doesn't go to a private school. He goes to a national school. So, so the school is of uh, multicultural mixed race and a lot of different people there. 
But not only that, he, my partner is, is foreign. You know, my, he's, he's not um, dark skinned, or, but he is foreign. So there is no comments about people having to go back to their own country. My partner has faced those um so okay, so you, so you believe, uh, even though we, we had Jason on earlier on saying, uh, you know, just leave them at it, they're only kids, that's what kids do, uh, you chastise your child for saying similar a similar thing that we've heard in this story. Absolutely. Who wouldn't chastise their child? Okay. Well, the, uh, uh, Jason, Jason, are you still there? Yeah. I mean, so basically she told her child... Yeah, I, think you just, I think you just misquoted me because if you listen back to what I said, to what I said, but I said, if you heard it out, you call it out that's exactly what I said I said you don't send in the guards now, can I ask that lady you didn't teach your child to be racist did you absolutely not and, and your he, child he came out where did he pick it up say that to me he picked it up yeah, from so another where, child where, on the road exactly what I said at the start of my thing you were dead right to call your child out and threaten him with the guards that's you threatening your child with the guards you know the guards ain't going to come along but you're right, you call out your child exactly what I said, Adrian. That's exactly what I said towards the end. We call it out, we teach it in school, we go into the schools and we teach it. But we're not going to reach every child. Now, there's a lady. Okay, but you did, but you did also say that it was just childish banter. It's, it's children talking to each other. It's children talking to each other. Don't pick up on the banter. Okay, or maybe you shouldn't say banter. It's the way children speak nowadays. How about but that? What because it is. He was he felt comfortable enough to say it to me. Yeah. He, you, he didn't see anything wrong in what he was saying he when he came he to me. Because he doesn't know what he's saying. I'm, I'm sorry for cutting across, ma'am. He didn't know what he's saying. He's just saying words. He has no idea what them words mean. You go back and ask him, what does that mean? And he won't be able to tell you. He'll just say, uh, go back to your own country. Because he's hearing that everywhere he goes out there now. And he's hearing that from grown-ass people, not his mum. His mother has just said it. So do you, obviously you believe that this woman was right to uh, call her child out over uh, what he said? Yeah, and if I said one of my kids, my young is 10, he's sitting here beside me, most of his friends are coloured. Most of his friends are mixed race. And you should hear the way they talk to each other on the road. And I've called him in. And, he, and it wasn't him speaking, it was the coloured fellow speaking like that to each other. That's the way they're speaking at the moment. They're picking up most of bloody the phones the TikToks or Snapchats that's what they're watching that's how they're speaking now Jeremy Adrian you know I have a lot of kids I've read four kids over 18 and I've four under 12 now and I'm telling you one thing it's a hell of a lot different and a hell of a lot harder now with before under 18 because of smartphones because of the multiculturalism because of everything that's going on everything that was kept away from kids when we were kids our kids know from the time they're 8, 9 and 10 because it's coming up on their phones Grace let me just go back yeah. to you for one second you were genuinely shocked when you heard those words coming out of your child's mouth? I couldn't believe it. My my jaw hit the floor and I looked at my partner and he looked at me and we we genuinely didn't know what to say. And okay, I so, so let's bring this whole conversation back to the start. Um, and this lady, Louise and Mulhuddard, who had, uh, whose child was spoken to in the exact same way that your child uh, spoke, and she's horrified. She thinks that she should report it to the guards and all of that. Um, what should she do? Well, look, here's the thing. Had my son have said that out on the road, I wouldn't have known. But if another parent came to me and said, your child said this, I would have took him in and dealt with it in the exact same way I dealt with it. So if you don't know, like the parents may not know that those children said and, that. Uh, uh, no more than you did. No more than you knew no, that those words were ever going to come out of your child's mouth. 100%. 100%. I think the parents need to be addressed first. And if they, you know, you're going to know straight off from the reception that you get coming to the door. Hmm. 
what 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 they're going to say to their kids or what they're going to do. Some parents will say, ah, they're just kids, let them out at it. Then you know, okay, my child is not allowed to play with them kids because they're not being educated at home. It is not a class thing. Whether you go to a private school or a national school or you're in a private estate or a council estate, everybody has to educate their kids in the same way. Some people choose to do it and some people choose not to do it. And I've seen people who are very high class, multimillionaires, whose children have no form of discipline, no form of of decency in them at all. Great to talk to you, Grace. Thanks very much indeed for sharing your story with us. Uh, let me squeeze in a few more messages. This is uh, Trevor who sent us this. How's it going, lads? I uh, just heard your topic there uh, about the child being attacked by the racist little bastards. Um, you know, someone went through something similar. Uh, one of his friends is not Irish. I'm not going to start naming things, but anyway, a uh, group of lads tried to start on him. My son and my neighbour's son defended him and ended up a lot of bit of bloodshed and stuff like that and the parents actually had the balls to come to my door and they were bigger scumbag riddle rap bag bastards than the children you know it's time we start we doing our laws in this country where children can't be bloody charged for certain things or named and shamed or anything like that it's a fucking joke all these scumbags being raised by scumbags time to change things all right. Um, I look forward to your show. Trevor. Sorry, Trevor, you weren't finished. <laughs> I live in the uh, area, says Kirsty. This message just came into us a moment ago. I live in the area, and I know exactly who you are talking about. I live on the same road as that family of that kid, and I can tell you this for a fact: he got it from his parents. His dad's always on Facebook posting on those racist pages. Ireland is full. Uh, he also took part in those protests in Finglas. The parents are uh, like. Nazis. Their eight-year-old is a little bollocks. Just uh, give me for, just give my first name, and that's from uh, Kirsty. So she's claiming to uh, know exactly uh, where this kid is getting this racism from. What did I, what did I say half an hour ago? The apple, or they never lick it. What did I say? They never lick it off the stone. But you just heard Grace there, who heard her child say the exact same thing, and she was horrified because he def- definitely didn't get it from her. Okay, but this considering her partner is a foreigner. Yes, but this this is different. This young fellow involved in the Mulhuddard incident has form. He's done it before, and he's probably going to do it again. It's means, sad. I, it's sad. I hate to see children ruined by by bad parents. Okay, we, again, we don't know. Grace just explained how her child got sorry, that you, from somewhere sorry, else. What was the message you just read out there? Were you listening? When you I read was that? listening to it. Yeah, uh, Jessica sent us this. This whole thing of kids being kids, it doesn't fuck about for me anymore. It doesn't. It's the same as when cars are getting robbed or smashed up and everything, and they're like, oh, they're just bored. It's all fucking excuses at the end of the day. All right, uh, Jess, thanks very much uh, indeed for your uh, message. And um, we got a message from Damien, and he says, I just wanted to say a big congratulations uh, to Grace. That's the lady who was on a moment ago. She's hit it on the head. Her response was exactly what is needed uh, in society. In other words, disciplining her uh, young child when she heard him say something um, racist. The bottom, the bottom line is, this is all about protecting children from... And yes, there is a certain amount of stuff that they will pick up from friends and they'll pick up on the street. Yeah, like my son, I've never heard him use a bad word, but I'm not that naive to think that he wouldn't use a bad word when he's out with his friends. I'm not naive. I, I know I know he probably does. And I know in some cases, kids can uh, pick up um, racist comments. But if you teach your child from a young age that, you know, 
you know, if you hear this, call it out. Isn't that what it's all about? So if you hear one of your friends saying something like that, you call it out. And you teach them that it's wrong to say something like that. I hope you've enjoyed this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded live every weekday afternoon at our studios at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock. If you enjoyed this latest edition of OM, please share it onto your own social media channels and let others know that we, Adrian and Jeremy, are here every day with Opinions Matter. It's available wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, there's millions of places you can get this uh, podcast. Please hit subscribe, follow or click on the little bell icon on Spotify and that way you'll be notified the next time we upload a new episode. Thanks for listening. Catch you on the next one.